Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I have been going down hormone rabbit holes lately with content, with podcasts, with learning more. I feel like I can't get enough information about hormones and studies that are coming out and different opinions and actually finding science behind it and understanding that everybody's body is different. So sometimes, even though I respect science and studies and all of the things, and there is so much of a base we can go off of, at the end of the day, when it comes to our hormone health, the most important thing is that you know your body. You know how to reconnect to your body. You most likely know why you're seeing so much resistance. It's understanding how to change it and implementing that change. That is the hardest thing. And I've been having so many conversations with my small group and in DMs lately, especially as I open up more about my hormone journey. Um, It helps women understand theirs a little bit better, and it also gives them hope. And here's the thing. We have to stop focusing so much. We have to stop focusing really at all on weight loss when it comes to hormone health. That has to be our first priority. And I had a girl come to me the other day that was diagnosed with PCOS. And we were just having a conversation in the DMs because I'm always here to just really listen and be a soundboard. Um, I want this community to feel like they can be open and honest and vulnerable and talk about things like this because we need to be able to. And she said, look, I've struggled with my weight for so long. I just got diagnosed with PCOS and it's answers, which is helpful right? A diagnosis is number one, and then implementation on what to do is number two. And her doctor said losing weight would be really helpful and then recommended a really low calorie restrictive diet. And she felt really frustrated by that because she's been trying to lose weight for so long and has been seeing this resistance, which took her to the diagnosis of PCOS, that among other things. Um, And she's like, that was her best advice was for me to lose weight. And there was really no tangible or tactical things in there. And I really just want to have this honest conversation on why weight loss should not be your top priority when it comes to your hormones. And I want to also have a realistic conversation, which you might not feel great about. It might make you feel a little bit icky at first, but I also want to give you hope that like, This is 100% the direction that you need to take it if you're dealing with something like this. 
um, is that this is going to take some time. And I want to walk you through the exact timeline of my journey and then exactly what I did in those timelines to be able to heal my hormones. Look, we're talking, I mean, I am January of last year. It was really end of December, beginning of January of last year. I committed to taking back control of my health, my hormones, and my happiness. Up until then, I was, I had hit my lowest weight. I had had a six pack. I felt really strong in workouts. And then very quickly, it all caught up with me. I was obviously dealing with a lot of other stressors in my life wasn't sleeping, you know, fast forward to me losing my cycle and really having to go more extreme to get everything back on track. What's really cool though, is I'm in a position now where I know my body so well that I know exactly what it needs. And I'm also at a point where I'm starting to see results with composition change, which is ultimately what a lot of us want, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with wanting to see weight loss or composition change. I had to put on 10 to 15 pounds in this process, which is really hard. Like I'm going to be honest as a coach, as a trainer, as a nutritionist, it's hard to gain weight just as a woman in general. It's hard. We're so connected with our bodies and we're so highly, um, just sensitive when it comes to weight, because we've been conditioned our whole lives that our weight is our worth. And that's another story. You know, obviously we need to find our worth outside of that, which this process has given me the opportunity to do. Um, but secondly, it's also helped me understand that like, it's okay to want to feel good and it's okay if that's one of your goals, but approaching hormone balance and wanting to get your body back to feeling really good or get your cycle back on track or come off birth control, whatever your goal is approaching that from a weight loss standpoint or having that be your goal you're doing it like ass backwards. It's not going to work for you or you are going to be met with a ton of resistance along the way and a lot of frustration. And what you're doing in the end is you're extending this process way longer than you need it to be. So here's what I was telling the girl that reached out to me with PCOS. I was saying, look, when you're focused on weight loss, you're focused on weight behaviors that take away from your body. When you are dealing with a hormone imbalance, when you're dealing with PCOS, anything with thyroid, if you're dealing with coming off birth control, a really messed up cycle, there could be a lot of different things that you're you're dealing with, but these things need to be nourished. Our hormones are our superpower, like they're a freaking superpower, but we're always trying to deplete them. So what if we change the conversation and we thought, what can we do to activate them? What can we do to strengthen them? What can we do to nourish them? What can we do to like coddle them a little bit? And that is the sweet point where we're going to get our body to start to work for us. It's also understanding that when we're talking only weight related behaviors with hormones, we are looking specifically at quicker things because most of the things to address weight loss, I would say a majority of the programs out there, obviously not in this community, we know that, but a majority of the programs out there are going to be quicker fixes which is not at all what we're looking for. When we're speaking on hormones, you want to do this once and you want to do this the right way, which means we need to look at one thing and one thing only. And that is a long-term results, long-term health and long-term happiness. And that is what I committed to in January of last year. I had to take a step back from working out. I had to go into a calorie maintenance after a long time of being in a deficit. Those two things together, I knew in my head, I was probably going to see weight gain. And I did on top of dealing with trauma and emotions and all the other things, right? 
that was hard for me to wrap my head around, but I said, I'm going to do this once and I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm going to take it back and I'm going to be stronger than ever. And that is what I want you to start tackling with this with is I'm not going to be my smallest. I'm not going to lose the most weight. That's not going to do anything for your hormones at all, except make it worse and stress you out even more when you don't see the results. So the conversation that her and I were having was that, look, if we're dealing with something like PCOS, you have to think about what you can do to give back to your body. There are also a lot of specific things. And I told her, like, I can't dive into specifics in the DMs. I get a lot of DMs with like, this is where I'm at with my macros. This is my blood work, whatever it might be. That is something that is special to clients, like mentorship, small group clients, Because legally, I'm not allowed to do that over the DMs. Before you sign my contract, before you sign up to coach with me, I'm not allowed to go there. So there were a lot of things that I couldn't suggest because I wasn't aware of the specifics. But what I could suggest was doing things that really honor and nourish her body, starting to understand how to build really balanced meals, how blood sugar plays a huge, huge role in this blood sugar regulation, starting to teach her simple things on how she can build lean muscle, right? I sent her to my free master your metabolism course. I have a course on my website. That's literally free. It's called master your metabolism. It's like a three or four part video series diving into your metabolism. And I approach it from nutrition, from movement and from lifestyle. And all of those things are very, very important. I'll actually link it below if anybody wants to just sign up for that or get more info on that. But I told her she has to really look at it as like, at this point with, with this, it's not a calories in calories out. And mine wasn't that either. It's understanding that I'm not denying the law of thermogenics, right? That when we eat more calories, than we burn, we gain weight. When we eat less calories than we burn, we lose weight. Okay. There is a huge amount of proof in the pudding when it comes to the law of that. But what I am saying is that when we have a hormone imbalance, especially over an extended period of time, it starts to downregulate our metabolism, which means the calorie deficit that we were once in is no longer as effective as it once was. So that happens over time. On top of a lot of us, the reason we have all these hormone imbalances is, you know, it could be birth control and supplements like that. It also could be high stress over an extended period of time, high stress on our bodies, whether it's from the way we've been approaching dieting, whether it's from lifestyle, our partner, or a combination of everything. When stress is high over an extended period of time, that is a catabolic hormone, which means our body is going to be in a state where it becomes even more impossible to you know, keep our lean muscle and build lean muscle and be able to lose weight. And that dysregulates our blood sugar and hormones really work in this domino effect where one thing affects another affects another. But what's really cool is that when we start to get it going in the other direction, it can also have a domino effect in that direction. Um, So it's understanding that it's going to be a different approach for each person, um, but really approaching it from nutrition movement and the biggest one lifestyle is going to be huge. And what I want to do, and I walked her through this a little bit in the DMs, but again, I can only go so deep. And that's why I wanted to come on and record this podcast episode to go a little bit more in depth on what I did. And I'll be very clear, like, look, I worked with a functional medicine doctor. I was also in therapy, like trauma-informed therapy and working with a self-discovery coach. I was at a point where I didn't know who I was. I was disconnected from my body and I needed help. I needed support and, and don't hesitate to ask for that. 
Um, we get to a point where it's, it's not like noble to be able to do this on your own. For me, it, it was necessary to be able to get support, to step into who I wanted to be. And I wouldn't do it any other way now. Um, but the first thing that I had to address was my nervous system was sleep and was stress over anything else. I had this big conversation with my doctor and we decided that I was going to one stop doing intense workouts for about three months, for about 90 days. Um, I will not like, obviously I'm not denying that strength training can be very, very helpful. Proper strength training and progressive strength training, um, can be really helpful to, for hormones, right? It can release HGH. It can help balance out hormones. It can produce a lot of amazing things in your body. However, when we're dealing with a really massively overly stressed body and nervous system, like you were with me, I needed to really pull back from that to be able to focus on other things. I was sleeping maybe three to four hours a night, um, crying a lot, but mostly I just, I wasn't sleeping. I hadn't focused on, you know, stress management in a long time and I needed that to be my focus. So that meant my movement options were really mobility, walks in the sunshine and some yoga, which I hated at first because there's nothing more that I love than to do like squats and glute bridges and bicep curls and like, give me the weights. Like I want to see some muscle definition. I want to feel strong. But I learned to find strength in those softer workouts and those softer movements, which was a really cool lesson for me. I was like, this is awesome because I've learned to feel strong in simple, joyful movement. And there is nothing better than, than being able to feel that. Cause now I'm able to feel strong no matter how my body's feeling. And I'm able to listen to that. So I cut out workouts for three months and I had a huge focus on nervous system. I started breath work. I started a morning and nighttime routine, um, really focused on stronger sleep at night. And that is something, although the workouts I've been able to add back in, the nervous system, the sleep and the stress is the foundation of my health now. Where before, like if we were really looking at like a pyramid, I had it completely backwards. Um, I would say sleep and stress management um, were at the top of the pyramid, probably the least important. And now they're at the bottom. They're the foundation for me um, because I understand how much cortisol plays a huge role in all of this. So that has stayed my workouts. Now I've been able to add back in. So let me walk you through the first 90 days, obviously focusing on the foundation of the nervous system, sleep and stress, taking my workouts down and then really building nourishing meals. I pulled back. I mean, I had pulled back from tracking a long, long time ago, but I was still very aware of things in my head and I knew I needed more nourishment. I knew I needed more healthy fats. And I was at a point where my body felt hungry all the time, which is a normal symptom when your hormones are really out of balance. If you think about it, externally, what is going on is very different than internally. And when your hormones are out of balance, your body is consistently trying to bring them back and is consistently being fought. So inside your body, there's this like internal fight. Think about it as like a fire engine going off in your body at all times. And because of that, Hunger is a symptom. So when people are doing the calories in, you know, you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Hormones don't matter. It's like, yeah, but how your body handles that calorie deficit depends on your hormones. And that freaking matters. And most of us were just like ravenous, hungry all the time, never satisfied, always wanting snacks. And that is a symptom of having a hormone imbalance. And that is why it's like that needs to be tackled first. And then a calorie deficit can come into the picture down the road. So I pulled back from a deficit 
And I honestly pulled back from a deficit for, I would say, 12 to 14 months. I have not been in a deficit. I've been more at a calorie maintenance. So in this time, the first 90 days, I obviously my training looked completely different. I found my strength in softer workouts, more joyful movement. After that, I tried to go back into training how I used to. And I felt like somebody smacked me across the face with a book and was like, what are you thinking, Katie? Why would you do that? Because I got knocked on my ass and that got pushed back to doing it even further. I was just so excited to get back into working out that I was like, yes, like the Hulk. And I like tried to do all of the things and quickly within two weeks, my body was like depleted. Obviously, like, I don't know why I think I'm above it, but I did. And that was a big lesson for me also. So I didn't really start my true progressive strength training till about five or six months after I committed to this journey. And in this, I started with just strength. I didn't start with cardio at all. I kept my walks in the sunshine, started with three days of strength, worked my way up to like four, sometimes five, but I typically end up around between four and five days of strength a week. And what, what happened from there is I just got my body conditioned to doing strength training before I focused on progressing. You know, the first, I would say six to eight weeks was just finding my base again, because my base then was very different from what my base was before. Um, I was able to work back up to it a little bit more quickly, but understanding that it was a big difference. So I had to find my base again. Then I started focusing on strength. And at this point, I'm like nine, 10 months into this journey. So this is just maybe, you know, five or six months ago of when I was able to do that. So from there, I decided I would start to add in a little bit of cardiovascular work. That was the one thing that was really frustrating for me is that when I was doing the weights, I was getting out of breath so quick. When I was going upstairs, I was getting out of breath so quick because I hadn't done any sort of cardio or endurance work in a very long time. And that used to be a big part of what I would do. Keep in mind, I wouldn't do these big, long cardio sessions, but I would be adding in sprints in my workout. I would be jump roping. I would be doing kettlebell workouts or, you know, some sort of like ladder or Metcon with kettlebells to be able to at least build endurance. And that was something that I didn't feel, I felt super weak in. So it was important to start adding it back in. So I would say maybe three or four months ago, I started to add back in cardio very, very slowly. And I did that with starting with kettlebells, right? Because it was strength, but it was also cardio. Started really light. Then I worked up to doing um, some intervals on the treadmill where I was like jogging for 30 seconds, walking for one minute, jogging for 30, walking for one minute. And then I started to add back in jump roping, which is my favorite form, like by far, hands down, my favorite form of cardio. Um, And the reason I love jump roping so much, and I shared this on social media, is that music was a huge part of my healing journey. Music, dancing, reconnecting to my body, being able to move my body, being able to find joy and fun just with myself again um, was a big, big part of it. And to be able to put on headphones and jump rope to the beat of music and just sort of lose myself in that and learn and grow and mess up and come back and learn some more. I don't know, jump roping for me, it it was, it was so important. So to get back to that was really, really exciting. However, when it comes to cardio, I was very, very careful. I started with one to two days a week, which isn't a lot, these very small bits of bits and pieces here and there. Um, I didn't do it when I was like late luteal phase because I'm more tired in that phase and I still am. And I don't want to, if my body feels already more stressed, why would I put more stress on it? So I did it on days where I got really good sleep, where I was feeling energetic, where I ended my workouts and I was like, I have more. Those were the days that I picked to do it. 
So if you are coming back into it and you have all of your days perfectly planned out, like that's not going to happen because at the end of the day, you have to listen to your body more than you listen to what your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday list says on what, you know, muscle group you're doing that day. Um, it just doesn't work like that. You, you need to be a little bit more intuitive on that journey. So that really brings me to where I am now. The last 14 months, uh, 15 months, I've been focusing on being in a calorie maintenance. I focused on my nervous system. I have focused on building my strength back up. Uh, my hormones are probably better than they have ever been. I haven't, I don't really know ever because I have just started getting them tested in the past couple of years, but I'm feeling so good again. I'm sleeping seven hours a night soundly through the night, which is amazing. I've put in the work. It has been the most challenging mentally 15 to 16 months of my life. But now that I'm coming out of it and I'm starting to see these results with strength and I'm in a phase where I can start to see composition change and I'm going to start to post more about like slow composition change and how I'm doing it a little bit more intuitively. It's really, really important. And also it's very exciting for me to be able to share this journey and to be able to show you that it is possible but it's not possible when we're addressing it with weight loss. You see, if I put on 10 to 15 pounds in that first phase and my goal was weight loss right away, it wouldn't have worked. It would have sent me back to where I was before. I had to do it a certain way for a reason and I had to take time. And if I can tell you one thing, it's take time to nourish, love, and reconnect to your body if you're looking to balance your hormones. Do not waste your time trying to lose weight because those behaviors will typically make it worse. Our health is not about the way our body looks at a certain day and time. You will never remember what your weight was on this day three years from now, but you will remember how you treated your body and how you showed up for it. You'll remember that feeling and you have a choice every single day to repeat that feeling and to show up for yourself and focus on behaviors that really support your body, your health, and your happiness or do the opposite, do self-destructive. And that self-destructive might be the crazy weight loss. That self-destructive might be the binge and the emotional eating and the negative self-talk. We all have different spirals that we go down. But what I'm saying is if your hormone health is important to you and optimizing that and optimizing your metabolism is important to you, it has to be addressed a different way. And you have to understand that it will take time. I'm not saying weight loss can't ever be your goal. I'll circle back to the beginning when I said it is okay to have those goals, but it's not okay to approach it the way we've been approaching it. Understand that can be a goal, but it won't be a goal that you keep long-term unless you do things the right way to honor your body, honor your hormones, and nourish them. So I'm hoping this was the talk that you needed to be able to shift that mindset and know that it is possible and it is possible for you it's just going to take you showing up for yourself different than you have been, which I know can be scary, but it's also really, really exciting because this is the rest of your life that we're talking about. I've said this a million times before, but you deserve to feel happy, happy and healthy and don't ever forget it. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.